Hi friend, my name is Danielle Holleran and I'm the host of the Detail Diary podcast. I'm a self-made online business owner who loves sharing the behind the scenes of my business and inspiring others to follow their dreams. You can find me most days chasing my dog around, relaxing with my husband, and wearing basically anything Dusty Rose and Pearls. Think of this as your space to come to feel motivated and inspired to take on your biggest dreams while also just chatting with your best friend. Cozy up for some girl time and get ready to feel uplifted and inspired. Hello and welcome to the Detail Diary podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Holleran, and today we have a lot to catch up on. We have a lot to chat about. There are many exciting things going on in the world of small business and social media and lots of new launches and updates. And I figured it would be nice just to sit down and dive into all of the newness. I also haven't sat down and just like chatted with you all and given you all some updates on my back end business in quite some time. So that is what we are going to do. I figured we'll get started doing some housekeeping just with the business stuff, bring you guys up to speed on where I'm at with my business, with Patreon, Swirl Squad, everything like that. And then we are going to dive into TikTok shop oh my goodness, and just talk all about that. So first and foremost, let's just catch up. I feel like I have not caught my breath. I haven't just sat down in probably like over a month or so and just given you an update on how things are going business-wise. I have officially had my new laser cutting and engraving machine for over a month now, my Eon Mirror 7 and I have just absolutely been loving it. I've been diving headfirst into new product listings and new ideas and just planning out different launches that I have for the future in the fall and new products. And it's just been really, really fun getting creative and challenging myself to kind of take my business in some different directions. Now I can say a full month into using my machine, it is incredible. I know I recorded my Eon episode back on episode 129 chatting, you know, all about my decision and all that jazz. You can go back and listen to it if you haven't already. And at that point, I'd really only used the machine for a couple days. I was still getting the groove of it. And now after using it for a month, it's fabulous. There are so many things that this machine can do every single day. I'm coming up with a new idea and a new direction for new products that I want to do, or even just how to automate different existing products that I already have in my shop, new ideas that I have to begin offering wholesale. And it's just opened the door to allow me to create more in less time, obviously, because I'm not physically sitting down and handwriting every single piece while I'm still digitally designing absolutely everything. So it stays very true to my style, my lettering, my creativity, everything like that. It really just has opened the door to my time and so many different things in my business. So it has been going great. I have had my trials along the way in this past month. I feel like I have learned literally so much every single day I'm learning something new and learning just something new with the software and the machine itself. But I do now feel like I have a very, very good grasp on everything. The learning curve was not very steep at all. 
I was able to pick everything up really quickly and I've just been off and running as you guys I'm sure have seen with all of the new products that I'm offering. So that's just a little update on where I have been back end with my business stuff. My orders have definitely slowed down since jackets have died down a little bit, which has been good. I was very busy for a very long time with jacket orders with the Eris tour and everything like that, which was so, so much fun. Still like one of the highlights of my business on honestly, but it has been nice kind of like this past month, these past few weeks to just really have some time to focus in on my laser, focus on learning, planning for the future, just like having a minute to breathe, which has been very, very nice. So uh, that is an update on what I have been working on. And what I've been doing behind the scenes, we are getting ready to leave on our big vacation in just a few weeks, which I cannot believe is coming up so soon. So I've just also been prepping my shop and prepping my website for how I'm going to handle that. I did a whole episode on how I plan for vacations and time off as a small business owner. I will also share that in the description below because that was quite a while ago. So I'm just working through my checklist kind of to prep for vacation. I don't close my shop whenever I go on vacation. This is a little bit of a longer trip, so I'm definitely going to be busy when I return. But basically, my practice is whenever I go away is to get all of the work done, completed, and shipped out that I need to before I leave based on my processing times and things along those lines. And then I still accept orders whenever I am on vacation because my processing time is two to three weeks. So as long as I'm able to get orders out within my processing window, I'm good. So by the time I get back, I will have lots of orders to work on. I'll have to get them processed and shipped out much quicker than I usually do. But again, I prepare for that on the back end. And I know that, you know, I'll only have a few days to get orders out, but that is totally fine. So That's kind of what I'm doing on the back end, preparing for vacation, making sure all of my systems are in place to have everything run smoothly while we are away with the baby. Don't think I've talked about this really on social media, but we are going to London and France. Joey and I and Carter were also going with my brother, sister-in-law and nephew, and then a couple other couples as well. So we have a very big trip ahead. I am super excited. It'll be our first really big trip with Carter. And I'm really looking forward to it. So Joey and I will do a whole recap episode whenever we get back sometime in the fall, filling you guys in on everything. But oh my gosh, I cannot wait. Some more content to come on that. So that's a little bit of a personal update. Now, I've been recording a lot of episodes in advance just with all of the guest interviews that I've had and just a lot of hot topics, I feel like, that I've wanted to chat about. So I really haven't gotten a chance to sit down and really dive into Patreon and Squirrel Squad very much. Obviously, I did my whole entire Patreon launch episode back on episode 125 and explained everything about Patreon, the Swirl Squad, and things like that. But I really haven't brought you guys up to speed on what's been going on over there. So thus far, I have three bonus episodes uploaded to the Patreon. And just as a side note, whenever you subscribe, it doesn't matter if you subscribe today, it doesn't matter if you subscribe next year, you will gain access to absolutely all previous content uploaded from the day the Patreon started. So it doesn't matter when you subscribe, you will automatically gain access to every single piece of content that has been 
posted, just as a side note, within the tier that you subscribe to. So just a brief recap, because I don't want to go through everything. You can hear all about the tiers in my Patreon launch episode, but detailed devotee tiers gain access to monthly bonus podcast episodes. Swirl Squad gains access to all of those bonus episodes, as well as my weekly Swirl Squad video instructional tutorials. And then Danielle's mentee crew gains access to everything I just mentioned, as well as a monthly mentorship call. So to bring you guys up to speed with what's been going on with the Patreon, the bonus episodes that I've launched so far are content strategy planning for your business, so developing a really consistent and easy to follow content calendar and planner so that you kind of have a guide when it comes to creating content for your business, what types of content to create, and a checklist for you to follow when it comes to creating the correct content for your business. We also have the bonus episode chatting all through how to formulate an elevator pitch for your business, which this was one of my favorite episodes to record because I don't know about you all, but my like least favorite question was always, hey, what do you do for your business? Or like, what's your job? You know, anything like that where I have to describe what I do because I just absolutely blank all the time and then end up downplaying my business because it just seems like it's too confusing to explain because I do so many different things. So I walk through an absolute perfect template and formula for creating a clear and concise and strong elevator pitch for your business which I actually really benefited from recording that episode. And now I have my own nice little elevator pitch, which I think everyone can benefit from. And then yesterday on August 1st, I just dropped a little bit of a juicy bonus episode and I'm sharing all of my worst customer service experiences, which this is an episode I've actually wanted to record on the podcast, but I've just been a little too, not nervous to record this, but just uneasy. You know, I never want to share. I just never want to share negative experiences with customers. I know that people do on social media and they'll share dialogues and things like that. And while I do think that there's a benefit from sharing those encounters, some things I think are just better kept under wraps and I never want to come across as mocking customers or just speaking negatively of customers at all because I value my customers, obviously, more than anything in the world. So I just kind of never want to cross that line of sharing too much when it comes to the negative side. I have done a full episode chatting all about how I handle negative customer experiences, but not necessarily examples. So... uh, This month's bonus episode, we're diving all into examples because boy, oh boy, do I have lots of stories. So sharing some stories that I'm sure will give you a good laugh as well as kind of teach you how I go about handling those very crazy and frustrating situations. So that kind of is a recap of all of the bonus episodes so far that have launched. Again, those are open to absolutely every single tier, including my lowest tier detailed devotees. Now, a quick recap of all of the Swirl Squad videos. I'm just going to list these off. I'm really going to dive into them because 
You can catch them on the Swirl Squad if you want to subscribe and learn more. So we have my favorite paint pens, how I gridline my mirrored seating charts, my wooden sign packaging tutorial, my jacket painting tutorial, so highly requested, how to write on mirror and acrylic with paint pens without any streaks, how I edit my daily vlogs in that like quick action style, how I create my own mock-ups for product listings. And then this Friday, the fourth is going to be a tutorial all about how to set up automated DMs in Instagram, which I think is a whole new wave of communication that can be very beneficial for small business owners through Instagram. I don't know if you've seen this on Instagram where people will say in their comment or in their voiceover, like, comment, you know, more info and I'll DM you all of the info. There's a way to automate that so that if someone actually does comment more info, your account will automatically send them a message with all the information that you want to send them. So I did test run this a couple different times and it is really, really cool. So I'm going to be diving in depth in my lesson for Friday's Swirl Squad all about how to set that up and get that up and running for your business. So bringing you guys up to speed on Swirl Squad, like I mentioned, I've been recording a lot of episodes in advance. So my goal every week was to kind of give you on the podcast an update on what Squirrel Squad videos launching that Friday and so on. But I haven't done that in the past weeks that I've had Squirrel Squad videos launching just because I recorded my episodes too far in advance before everything was all set. So we are caught up to speed now. We're caught up to speed on my business, on my personal life, on the Patreon and everything that has been going on. So as always, if you are subscribed to Patreon, thank you so much. I've really been having so much fun just chatting with you all. I'm also posting in Patreon pretty frequently whenever, you know, there's updates. I posted about TikTok shop like right when it came out, just giving some quick action items and things to look for. I posted about some new fall finds, where to get faux pumpkins from, just, you know, little tips and tricks like that whenever I come across something. You guys are always the first to know. So if you're subscribed, thank you. I appreciate it more than you know, and just happy to continue providing you with all of the small business content. So with that being said, let's dive into TikTok shop. Wow, I feel like the past week or so has just been consumed by a TikTok shop and so many people just with so many questions and really trying to figure out the best course of action for their business and social media through this new platform. So I'm honestly not sure when exactly TikTok shop launched. So I started seeing a lot about TikTok shop a few weeks ago in the middle of July. A couple of my friends had started up their own TikTok shops. I started seeing content creators who I follow linking, you know, items through TikTok shop, whether that be like outfits that they were wearing or things along those lines, and honestly didn't really think much of it. And I feel like just over the course of a few days, things started really, really blowing up specifically for small business owners. I started seeing a lot of my friends who were on TikTok shop having videos do very, very well and selling out of items. I started to also see videos and information on TikTok as well as other social media platforms just chatting about how TikTok is really, really pushing TikTok shop videos. 
and thought to myself, hmm, this is pretty interesting. Let me dive in, of course, and see if this could work for my business, but also see what I can learn to share with you all for your business. So one of the things that kind of held me back at first, those first couple days, was hearing all about the processing time and shipping and kind of everything that goes into it. So if you are not familiar with TikTok Shop, I'll kind of do a brief description and breakdown. Basically, it is an extension of TikTok where you can open your own selling platform that can then link to your TikTok account. It's basically like another website in a way. It doesn't link to Etsy. It doesn't link to Shopify. It doesn't link to, you know, any of your other platforms. It's basically like a standalone selling platform. So you can set your page up. You can add new listings, you know, add your photo, add your description, your quantity, your price, and put listings up in your TikTok shop to sell. So really is kind of a new standalone platform to sell products on. Unlike Instagram, where you directly link your Instagram to your Etsy or to your website and everything is fully intertwined and correlated, TikTok shop is completely separate. Now, I don't know if there is an option to link up Shopify or Etsy. I really don't think that there is at this point. I'm sure maybe that's something in the future that will probably be a feature. But right now, from what I'm seeing and from what I've done, is listing products separately on this new standalone platform. Now, when you are setting up your TikTok shop, you will need a separate app from the TikTok app. It's a separate seller app. You can just go in the app store and type in TikTok shop or TikTok seller and it will come up. Or you can go to the desktop version of TikTok shop, which you will need to do anyways, just because it's a lot more user-friendly and easier to get your account set up and get listings up on the platform. So I would recommend whenever you are looking into starting up your TikTok shop, because we are all starting TikTok shops, which I will get into. But that is my goal for you in this episode. All of us, we are getting our TikTok shops up and running. And I'm going to give you a lot of ideas on how to do that. So whenever you do get started, I would recommend just going straight to the desktop version and just get set up from there. So it's really not hard to set up. You will just need to enter in, you know, your TikTok account information. You'll need to enter your business information, like your address, EIN or social, you know, whatever your business is established under and things like that, kind of just the basics. So once your account is set up, you're pretty much good to go and you are ready to add listings. Once your account is set up, just make sure that you link your TikTok shop account to your TikTok account. Even if you sign in using the same username and you sign in to TikTok shop through your TikTok account, it may not be linked. So how to do this is once you are, you know, all logged in, your shop is set up, it's good to go. You know, you've put in all of your information. You're going to go to my account in your TikTok shop seller center, click the drop down, go down to linked accounts. And that is where you will be able to link your official TikTok account and simple as that. I want to specify that because I know I was stumped when I was setting up my TikTok shop. You know, I set up my account through my login, through TikTok. I thought everything was already linked. 
I added products and then I went to go post a video on TikTok and I was like, why can't I figure out how to tag this stupid product? I tried searching for my product, nothing came up and it's because it wasn't linked. So once this is linked, you will then have a little shop icon on your TikTok page. You'll have a separate shop tab. You will be able to tag your own products in your TikTok videos. So just be sure that once your account is set up, you just go to that linked accounts section in your seller center and just make sure that your account is linked. And if you're struggling to find your shop on your page or link your products on your page, it's probably because of this reason. Alrighty, so once we are all set up, as I mentioned, now we can start adding products. So very similar to Etsy or to Shopify or whatever kind of e-commerce platform that you're selling on, you add products basically the same exact way. So it brings you to the listing page where you plug in the product name, you plug in the category, you can upload photos and videos, you can upload a product description and so on. Now I would recommend just from, you know, my perspective to start very small when it comes to adding products to your TikTok shop, especially if you are just getting started, just start with one product. One, so you can kind of just dip your toe in and get used to the platform and how it works. And two, because if you are promoting a product on TikTok through a video, I think it could be beneficial to just have one or two products in your TikTok shop to start. So that way it's not overwhelming for customers to make a purchase. You know, if they see something they're looking for, just that one thing that they saw in a video, oh, and there it is in your shop and they can go ahead and buy that. Especially when it comes to learning a new platform, it still is very glitchy, which we'll get into. It's not incredibly user-friendly. So if you're already feeling like a little intimidated by the platform, don't try to add absolutely everything that you offer on your other sites. Just start one listing at a time. Additionally, if you, you know, are managing actual inventory, it can be a little tricky if you have inventory on TikTok shop, but then also inventory on your website and you sell out, you know, that's just where things I feel like can get a little dicey. So start small, just start with one product and go from there. I am so excited because today's episode is brought to you by my absolute favorite liquid IV. As a busy work from home mom, I'm always running around and usually forgetting to drink water if I'm being honest. In just one liquid IV stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. There honestly is nothing better than a liquid IV after a long day of momming and business running. Strawberry is my absolute favorite flavor. It reminds me of those little baby bottle pops I used to have when I was a kid. Oh my gosh, it's just so good. If you've had it, you know. It contains five essential vitamins, including B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Danielle at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code Danielle at liquidiv.com. Ready to shop Better Hydration? Use my special link in the description of this podcast to save 20% off anything you order. Another tip I have for you before we dive into actually like posting and videos and sharing and promoting and things like that for when you are actually getting your TikTok shop set up and ready to go from the get-go, be very careful when you are entering all of your information into set up your account, like your name, 
your business name, your address, and things like that. Because if anything is incorrect, it could cause issues down the line. And I can speak from experience. So when I first set up my TikTok shop, my account got approved. Everything was fine. I plugged in my address. No issues. No errors. Everything was good to go. Now, when I plugged in my address, I put in my PO Box address because I do not want my home address plastered all over TikTok. I don't know if they actually share your address, but in any case, I just, you know, I always put my PO Box for business use always. So plug my PO Box in and that was it. Didn't think anything of it. Again, got no error message, no anything. Fast forward to my first set of sales. I got 16 sales from my workbook that I put up. Went to go print out the shipping labels and received an error message that they couldn't print out the shipping labels. Submitted a ticket. They got back to me saying, hey, it's because if you have a P.O. box, it needs to be in a different format. And you actually have to put the address of the post office where your P.O. box is. And then on the address number line, that's where you put the number of your P.O. box. Do that. Refresh the page. Whatever. Did that. Refreshed. I ended up getting four new orders after the fact. Printed out my shipping labels for my four new orders. No problem. But still could not print out the shipping labels for those original 16 orders. It is now close to a week later. (laughs) I have had multiple tickets submitted. I've been on chat every single day with TikTok or TikTok robots, who even knows? And it's just an absolute mess. I don't know if it's because the platform is so new that they don't have the adequate staff to handle support for the sellers or if they just like don't have systems in place to handle support. Whatever the case may be, their support is absolutely horrendous. And I just want to make a point of that because while everything is going great now, moving forward, now that I don't have any glitches in my account and things like that, this problem could have been a lot worse if, let's say, all of these orders were custom made to order signs that were, you know, over $100 each and I had already made all of the orders and now I'm stuck with this issue. So these orders are probably going to get canceled on me because the support team is not getting back to me in the time that I need to before these orders have to ship out, which that'll be a topic that I discuss next. So unfortunately, these orders are probably going to get canceled. Again, they're only workbooks. It's not the end of the world. I just had them sitting in my closet anyways. It's not like I handmade all of these, you know, pieces that are now going to get canceled. It sucks. And I've been extremely frustrated, especially because the packages have been packaged up and ready to go for shipment for close to a week now. But I just don't have access to the shipping labels or the customer's information in my account. But it is what it is. So definitely keep that in mind whenever you are getting started. Again, that's also why I recommend just starting small, starting with one product, just to test the waters, to test out your account, to make sure everything is running smoothly. Because in the unfortunate event that you do run into an issue, you are not going to get support. (laughs) And maybe when you are listening to this, you know, in a week from now or a month from now and so on, they will be making improvements to the platform. They will be making improvements to seller support and things like that. I'm sure that they have to. But as it stands right now, the support for sellers, you're on your own. (laughs) So just kind of keep that as a fair warning in the back of your mind. So now moving forward to actually 
selling? Like, what does this look like? I'm sure you've heard about the processing time and horror stories like you need to get these orders shipped out ASAP and things like that. While the processing time is short, you do kind of have a good window of time to get these orders out. So whenever you're setting up your account, you can select the amount of time for your processing window. So the highest you can select is three days, which basically means that you have three days to process the order before it ships out. Now in your account, again, the platform is just like a little bit confusing, not in the way that you're not going to be able to figure it out because it's not terrible, but it's just like not the most user-friendly. It just takes a little bit of poking around. In your account, whenever you receive orders, you will have to mark the orders as either awaiting shipment or awaiting collection. So basically, once your orders are processed, once they're all done, you know, you have three days to process them, you will mark them as awaiting shipment or awaiting collection. So basically, I'm waiting for the post office to come and pick these orders up that are ready to ship out, or I'm waiting to go, you know, drop these orders off at the post office to go ship out. So you mark it as awaiting collection or awaiting shipment. Now, this is where I feel like it gets a little bit confusing because I thought that you only had 24 hours until your order was marked awaiting shipment or awaiting collection to actually get it scanned by the post office to ship out. But this little experiment that I have going on with my workbooks that I'm not able to print the shipping labels for has shown me that you actually have more time than a lot of people are saying. So my workbooks were set at a three-day processing time, which is the longest processing time that they can be set at. I marked them awaiting collection the day after the orders came in because I was going to ship them out the next day. And they still are in my account a week later with one more day left on the order before it gets automatically canceled. So that gave me eight days before the order is canceled. Now, these orders are technically overdue, but that was only a warning. I thought when the order became overdue, it automatically got canceled immediately when it became overdue, but it has given me eight full days from start to finish. Now, I would recommend if you are starting TikTok shop to plan to get orders out as soon as possible in your processing time. For instance, after I put these books up, I decided to put up a wooden sign with one of my most popular quotes, knowing that I needed to make these signs in like a couple day turnaround, which I've done. They're all shipped out. They're all set. I only put up inventory for the number of signs that I knew I would be able to handle in such a short turnaround time. Now, I would never put a listing up for 50 signs that I didn't have wood already prepped for and things already prepped in place that would take me longer than the three-day processing time that I set for myself, if that makes sense. So while you do have a little bit over a week, hypothetically speaking, before the orders automatically get canceled, I would recommend only putting up products and inventory that you know you'll physically be able to get out in the time limit that is provided. So that is a little overview of kind of the processing time and collection time. Again, it's a little vague. I don't know 
exactly how many days after the item is set for collection you really have until it gets canceled or if you'll get a notation on your account that you have late orders, you know, things along those lines. So best practice would be to complete those orders and get those shipping labels printed within that three-day processing time. But just wanted to share my little experiment that's going on because it's opened my eyes to, oh, okay, if something, you know, comes up or an issue arises and I cannot, you know, get an order out in this very, very, very short window, I have a little bit of a grace period. So I hope that makes you feel better as well. Okay, so we've covered getting products up on our TikTok shop. We've covered the processing time. Now let's cover actually shipping. So with TikTok shop, again, like any other platform like Etsy, like Shopify, you do have the option to generate shipping labels directly through the platform. That is what the default is for your orders. So whenever you go to managing your orders, you can select shipping. You can select shipping options or batch shipping and generate your shipping labels straight from there. Now, there isn't too much information on the discounts for shipping prices within TikTok shop. Just from the information that I've seen from the orders that I've shipped out, the shipping rates seem pretty comparable with the shipping rates that I get through my Shopify platform. Again, I don't have too, too much experience with shipping of all different, you know, sizes and weights, but all in all, it seems around the same amount as the discounts I get through my websites. Now, there is an option to select shipped by seller, and this will allow you to generate your own shipping labels off of the TikTok shop platform. Now, if I had known this was an option, I would have selected this before, you know, accepting any orders for myself because I would not have run into this issue of not being able to print shipping labels. If you are only printing shipping labels through the TikTok shop platform, you are unable to see the customer's address or any of their information who placed the order. Whereas if you have selected the option to ship by seller, you will have access to the customer's information. Now, moving forward, I probably am just going to continue to ship through TikTok shop, honestly, because it's just easier. It's one click. I can just generate my shipping labels through TikTok shop. I know that everything is set up properly now, so I hopefully will not run into any issues moving forward. Now, if you would rather manually purchase your labels on a different website like Pirate Ship or something along those lines, you can select the shipped by seller option for that. In the shipping section is also where you set your processing time. So like I mentioned, we can set a maximum processing time of three days. So that's a little overview on shipping and how shipping works. Now, I will say that you are unable to charge shipping on your products. So all of the products in TikTok shop, quote unquote, ship free. So what this means is you need to build in your shipping price into the price of the products that you list on TikTok shop. So for instance, if your product is a sign, in my case, that typically costs $15 to ship, you need to add that price into your listing price. 
in order to cover your own out-of-pocket shipping charge that you're going to have to pay for the label since TikTok does not charge shipping to the customer. Again, I feel like this platform is constantly changing, especially now in the very early days. But just keep in mind, if your item says free shipping to the customer, you're still going to have to pay the shipping label on that as well. Now, another thing to keep in mind when it comes to costs is are the promotions that TikTok runs through TikTok Shop. Now, I've just looked all in my account and there does not seem to be a place to opt out of promotions that TikTok runs. So for instance, I see on my TikTok page all the time on different TikTok Shop accounts, you know, click here for 30% off your first order, a promotion that TikTok itself is running. Now, usually if a platform is running a promotion, that's on them. For instance, I have a book on Amazon, my hand lettering workbook. Whenever Amazon is running, you know, a promotion, that's on them. It does not affect, you know, my end of things. So I thought, you know, that TikTok was just running these promotions and you could either, you know, opt in or opt out to be excluded from them, you know, as a shop. But that is not the case. So I quickly noticed as my first orders were coming in that a good amount of them were 30% lower than the listing price. So just something to keep in mind, you may want to buffer a little bit of an extra cost if you don't have any type of discount cost factored into your pricing. These are just all things I'm learning as we're going. Who knows, again, If they're going to continue running promotions like these, if they're going to give us an option to opt out of promotions like these as a shop, whatever the case may be, but just know that those are some of the costs that you may also see associated with a particular order. Okay, so we've covered getting our shop set up, getting products set up, shipping, processing time. Now let's talk about actually selling and promoting products. And then I'll kind of talk about some areas that I'm a little bit nervous about and what we can kind of look for moving forward into the future. So when it comes to marketing products, TikTok right now, as I speak today, again, things are absolutely ever-changing is really, really pushing TikTok shop, which is why I never say, hey, you absolutely need to do this or you absolutely need to do that. But I think anyone that has a small business right now really should try to get on TikTok shop because even if your products aren't gonna sell, even if you don't have it you know, all figured out, throw up one product, low amount of inventory, and just start because those videos are going to get pushed out more than any other videos right now. I know from experience, I've posted a couple videos, some of which I know (laughs) never do well. Like just the type of videos where I'm, you know, responding to a comment, answering questions. They never do well. They never go viral. Like they just don't ever. And I've had a couple of those videos just skyrocket out of nowhere because I've linked my TikTok shop. So I've seen this happen with a lot of other small businesses as well. TikTok is just really pushing TikTok shop videos right now, which is fabulous for us. So hop on, start to post some videos, you know, share about the product that's in your TikTok shop, answer questions about the products that are in your TikTok shop. I would recommend starting with a lower price point item. I feel like these items perform a little bit better. From experience, I did really well with my workbooks that are at a lower price item versus my signs that are at a higher price item. 
experience from other small business owners as well who I've seen do very, very well. Their items have been at lower price points. And if you think about it, if someone's scrolling on TikTok, they're more apt to make a one-click purchase if that purchase is at a lower price point rather than making a super quick kind of impulsive decision to buy something at a very high price point. So just kind of keep that in mind. I also recommend putting up items that are not custom. And not custom does not mean not me to order. You know, I am the girl of custom signs. Custom pieces is like the essence of literally my entire business. So this was a little bit tricky for me and kind of a workaround that I am still working through. So if you do not sell non-custom pieces, if all of your pieces are custom made to order, Think about any type of piece that you could put up that is generic. Now, it could still be made to order. For instance, my signs, they're not mass produced. They are made to order. They are handmade. They are hand lettered. But I do have options that I can offer that are not personalized or not customized. For instance, generic quotes. So that is exactly what I did. I took one of the quotes that is extremely popular as a custom request and put that up in my TikTok shop as a generic listing for that exact quote. Even though it is custom made to order, it's not a custom quote. It's a generic quote. And I've gotten a few sales. So I know it can be difficult, especially us who specialize in custom work, but especially getting started just your first listing, just trying to get on the platform, do something non-custom. Again, even if it's made to order, put up the quantity that you know you'll be able to make if you do end up selling out of that particular quantity in that time period that you give yourself and see how it does. This kind of pushed me to think outside of the box a little bit, to think about any other generic things that I could sell that aren't personalized and customized. So give it a try. Now, I will say there is an option through TikTok shop at the checkout page to add order notes. So I have seen friends of mine who have utilized TikTok shop for custom pieces. Now, we're talking bare bones custom. (laughs) There is only one section to add order notes. There is no section to, you know, change the price point, add variants, select different colors. You know, the list goes on and on. That's why we have websites. That's why we have our main platforms. This is really just a supplemental platform. This isn't to take the place of our websites. So I did post a video for a new listing of some excess pop-up shop bases that I had to see if I could experiment with some custom orders. Now, I haven't gotten any sales yet. I just put this up, so I'm not sure how it's going to go or if it's going to go. But basically, I made it very clear in my voiceover and in the description to leave your last name in order notes. Now, this particular product is not super customizable. You know, there's not a ton of options. It's literally just the person's last name. That's the only information I need. So I recommend you, if you have to do a custom product, make it very user-friendly. You know, you only need one thing from them. We're not asking them a million questions because, you know, you're just not going to get all the answers that you need. Even still, I'm curious to see if any of these do sell, who forgets to, you know, put their last name in the order notes. There is an option in your TikTok seller platform, similar to Etsy, to message the customer. So you can, of course, message the customer if you're missing customization, but you guys know how that goes. Who doesn't get back to you? And then if they don't get back to you in the allotted number of time, does your order get canceled? And things like that. 
Alrighty, I've been talking for so long. This is going to be a long episode, but we had a lot to chat about. Now, I will just end this off on some things that make me a little bit nervous. (laughs) One being the return policy for TikTok Shop. Now, through TikTok Shop, the customer has a period of 30 calendar days after the package status is updated to delivered to request a refund or return. Now, it lists off a customer may return a product or get a refund in the following situations below. And it lists off blah, 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 blah. The customer no longer needs the product, didn't meet expectations, yada, yada, yada. So basically anything, (laughs) you know, even down to they can get a refund if the shipping box was damaged, but the product's in good condition. I don't really love the wording of that. That sounds like someone looking to take advantage of someone very easily. So basically what this means is that anyone can process and request a return, which I don't love. Obviously, being a small business, specifically with made-to-order pieces, I really don't love the idea of this no-hassle, return absolutely anything with no questions asked kind of mindset, which is also why I think starting small is a best bet because I don't want to get in, you know, too deep with something like this and then be stuck in a very messy return situation. Just reading further into the return policy. And again, you all can read this on the TikTok shop platform. There are categories where TikTok shop will auto approve return requests. So basically, it makes it very, very easy for the customer to return a product or receive a refund for a product, which again, just makes me a little bit nervous, especially given experience with customers on Etsy, given experience with some TikTok customers that I've had who have purchased items from me just from a viral video. I don't always have, you know, the best encounters and I will just leave it at that. As I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, I love my customers. They are the reason I have my business. I value them more than anything. But sometimes there are not so great people in the world looking to get things for free. And unfortunately, that can happen. And it doesn't look like the wording of this is in the seller's favor. So that is one thing that makes me a little bit nervous. Another thing that makes me nervous is just the review feature. Again, like anything else, customers can post public reviews, star ratings, and things like that. Again, this isn't something that like actually should deter anyone because it's anyone should be able to leave a review for a product. But same thing like Etsy, people are just very quick to judge and speak. So I'm not sure what the reviews will look like on TikTok. I know that Etsy shoppers are like notorious for being very critical in reviews. So who knows, but just know that in your head that the customer will have the opportunity to leave a public review. Now, the last part that makes me a little bit nervous, especially for me myself dealing with this stupid issue that is out of my control and on TikToks, is a little section called Shop Health. So there is a section in your dashboard called Shop Health. I do not know if this is public or not. I would have to do a little bit of digging in other TikTok shops to see if you can see the Shop Health but it gives you a little bit of a rating for where your shop stands. Now, I'm sure I could look into this more. I'm not going to dive into this right now, but I'm not sure, one, if this is public, or two, if you risk getting your TikTok shop suspended or taking down if you violate any of these shop health areas. 
So we have order fulfillment violations, seller fault cancellation rate, late dispatch rate, valid tracking rate. So basically, are you canceling? Are you sending out orders late? And are you sending, you know, correct tracking links? Defective order return and refund rates. So are a lot of people returning or refunding, things like that. And other violations like shop violations, product violations, risk control violations. So right now I have zero and everything. I'm at a very low risk. I'm curious to see once these 16 orders get automatically canceled on me in two days, what my shop overview health is going to be if I'm going to have this big cancellation rate tick now on my shop, even though it's a glitch within TikTok's you know, system. I don't know if anyone's ever going to get back to me. <laughs> I'm sure that at some point they will get that figured out. So curious to see how that goes. But that's just another area that kind of, you know, makes me a little weary. Not in a bad way, because I know we're all great business owners, but, you know, things happen. Sometimes things out of our control, like this situation here. So interesting to see how that kind of develops over the course of this TikTok shop. And that is my full overview. Wow, this is a very long episode. So I'm just going to wrap this up now. But your goal, get on TikTok shop, try it out one product. We're not looking for anything crazy here. I just want you to test it out, post a video, see how it does. You have nothing to lose, even if you put up an inventory of one, like just test it out for me. And who knows, it could do really well. Who knows in a couple weeks, no one could be talking about this anymore and it could just be another thing that comes and goes. But for now, it is the hot spot. And I figured to do an absolute deep dive into it because I think this could be really huge for small business owners if this continues. So let me know if today's episode was helpful. I am just beat. My voice is beat. So I am hopping off right now, but I can't wait to hear about your success stories. I'll be on the lookout for all of your TikTok shop videos and I will catch you all next week for a brand new episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Detail Diary podcast. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram at Detail Diary Podcast and introduce yourself. I'm looking forward to meeting you over there and I will see you next Wednesday for a brand new episode. Until then, have an amazing week.